former Director General of Health, obviously will be permanently linked with the whole pandemic. But after the holidays, Ashley Bloomfield becomes Professor in the School of Population Health at the University of Auckland and will lead the establishment of a new Public Policy Impact Institute at the university. Professor Bloomfield is, I call you that now, do I? I hope I've got that right, is with us this morning. Good morning. Uh, yes, I'm not so sure about that. Maybe once I start in the role in the new year, but uh, thanks very much for having me on the programme. It's pretty cool. I doubt my alma mater would have me back as uh, a professor. Would, uh, how does it feel? Oh, it feels like quite an honour, really. You know, as you say, this is the university I did my uh, training at, both my medical degree and my public health degree, which included a year, I guess, working at the university while I did my dissertation. So it's nice to be heading back there, actually, and, um, yeah, really really looking forward to the opportunity. Uh, at, fa- at face value, the Public Policy Impact Unit could almost have been created for you. What's it going to do? Yeah, well, uh, it's, I guess, a meeting of, of paths, really. It was an idea that the Vice-Chancellor had already uh, and was already starting to develop up. And then, obviously, once I finished up as DG, um, she she actually approached me and we, we had a couple of conversations. But I think if you look at our COVID response, it really did show the power of having a, a good, strong link between the science and research uh, and then the policy response. And, of course, through COVID, the... the that the period from from research to science to uh, research and science to policy and then implementation was really shortened very much, and I guess the the opportunity here is to think well how could we actually uh, translate that into a much broader uh, and stronger linkage between the really good science and research that's not just in Auckland University but in our universities around the country and link that much more closely to the policy process um, in Wellington. Well, this will be quite interesting, though, because the environment you were working in at the time as Director General of Health, had you had politicians in your ear on the, on the one side and scientists and medics in your ear on the other side, and you kind of had to make decisions between the two, I suspect. Yes, well, that's, I guess, one of the key roles of, of those of us who work in the public service and in the policy sphere is to act as the translators, really. And... You know, it's interesting if you talk to people in the universities, they've got great science and ideas, but often they don't know um, how to engage with people in the public service or in the policy process. So I see a key part of the role is, as you say, sort of acting a little bit as that interpreter and helping that translation from from the science. Also, you know, not just what sort of science is needed and what sort of research is needed, but then how to actually uh, get that into the into the right place where it is influencing and informing decision-making by politicians. Will this role give you more opportunity to be critical of political decisions? Oh, that's not my intention in the role. But, uh, you know, of course, um, in academia, you do have a certain degree of independence. But, you know, having spent the last 20, 25 years in the public service, I haven't had. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm not really the sort of person that tends to focus on criticism, rather the... The, if I look again right. at our... Challenging? Response, well, of course, challenge is important. And again, we saw the benefit of that through our COVID response, where we had a number of different commentators who were who were very visible, very audible in the media, and who were at times um, rather challenging of our response. And, and that's not a bad thing. 
We've been talking this morning about uh, the notion that, uh, you know, one in 20 people might get COVID over the holiday period. And the reaction uh, that we're getting, uh, getting, I think, if I could summarise it, tells me people are fed up of A, hearing about it, and and B, uh, the idea that we've actually had a good response. They don't believe it anymore. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised people are fed up. It's been incredibly disruptive to our lives over the last nearly three years. Um, you know, it certainly uh, was a major part of my life and work for, for a good two, two and a half years. Uh, but the, the point is here, even if you're fed up with it, um, it's still there and it still can be a pretty nasty illness. Um, and, and there are still things that we can all do. I've certainly taken to wearing my mask much more widely if I'm out and about on flights or on um, public transport or in crowded places. I don't want to get COVID for Christmas, and I certainly don't want to give it to my wider family for Christmas. So, um, yeah, I, I hope that people, even even if they're over it, and I'm not, I don't blame them, uh, I certainly am, uh, that they can still think about what those sensible precautions might be, and 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 they protect themselves and others. What do you hope to achieve in this new role in 2023? Oh, look, uh, it'll be a great opportunity, really, just to start thinking about and the design of and the discussions around this new public policy institute. I'm looking forward to engaging with staff across the university on that and, and you know, former colleagues across the public sector as well. Um, whilst it's a University of Auckland role, I'm going to stay based in Wellington because I think that... Uh, that's where my networks and linkages are into the policy process, but also looking forward to travelling up to Auckland a bit. And, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a big university, so it'll be great to really engage right across it. And also, I guess, to take on a bit of teaching, not just around public health, but also on leadership, you know, something I think uh, I learned a lot about during the, the pandemic and, and perhaps uh, some lessons and stories to offer. It's going to be interesting to see where it goes. Uh, Professor Ashley Bloomfield uh, starting that new unit, the Public Policy Impact Unit at Auckland University. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.